Okay, I need I need some neck support. Hold on. <laughs> some neck support. Some neck. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Carol. And this is Kind, kind of fun. fun. Wait, welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. Oh, I'm welcome. really honed in here. I gotta... I know, please. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Is that better? With yes. my neck, neck support. My neck. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. So, we're bebopping on the pod. Wanted to give you a little life update. Start start out the pod with. Yeah, Um. welcome to the pod. We thought it would be fun. Wait, I always, I feel like I always take over and introduce the topic. Carol, would you like to introduce it this time? Oh, why, sure. Um. So, yeah, we thought that it could be fun we thought we'd give a little life update uh because it has been two weeks and stuff happens in two weeks like life happens so yeah, we wanted to give, to an give update. a life update also we thought we'd give a plant update because yes i think it's been like four months since we talked about our plants and plants grow so that's <laughs> exciting talk about that and then Lindsay and i have picked up um a new hobby i would say it's a hobby yeah i, I would think, say i don't think i could call it a passion just yet i hope that i'm passionate about it one day but Lindsay and i have started reading and uh i would love to discuss books with Lindsay and take you along with us so Yes, so much to talk about. We just have so many fun little things. Uh, we haven't talked about our plants, I don't think, in extent since episode three when we talked yeah. about them um, after quarantine. Because that was so, for those who haven't listened to episode three, first of all, you should go listen to episode three. But second, we all, the, the beginning of our plant life started uh, in quarantine. That was when both of us you know, ignited our flame, if you will. <laughs> we sprouted our life. growth. Get it? Sprouted plants. Oh, yeah, for the plant life world. And we have managed to keep oh, most of our plants alive for over a year now. That's pretty impressive. There was a time that Lindsay was struggling with her plants. It's I true. like remember FaceTiming her right after you got married. And like every time she's like, another plant of mine died. And I was like, Lindsay, what's wrong? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I can't deny it. But that's okay because now we it's summer and they're loving the nice sunshine and we can talk about our plants. Yeah, it really was. I think, well, I mean, I guess I, it was last summer. Here's the thing. I just was new to it, and I was a chronic overwaterer, as all of the rookie plant people are. Overwaterer. <laughs> overwaterer. <laughs> um, so that was really my biggest issue. I've learned – well, actually, actually, here I've learned two things about myself as a plant mom. Oh. One, uh, you should not overwater plants, right? Seems cool. pretty logical. Good one, Linz. The second one is that um, you shouldn't buy high-maintenance plants if you mm. don't plan to care after them for a significant amount of time. Because I bought um, a couple of high-maintenance plants that 
I could not take care of and eventually died because I didn't care enough about them to water them and mist them and fertilize them like literally every single day. And like, I just learned that I can only buy low maintenance slash like unkillable plants because if I don't, then I, I, I kill them. <laughs> I, 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 I kill them. Um, I think that that is a good thing to know about yourself so that one, you don't waste money and like you give your plants the life they deserve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the high maintenance plants deserve better than me, you know? Well, they just deserve somebody that is has different priorities, which is fine. You don't have to prioritize misting your Hawaiian tropic plant, you know? Like, that's fine. Um, and I agree with you that I um, – those are really good life lessons, plant lessons that you've learned. I think that those will go far for a lot of plant moms and dads out there. Um, I also overwater. I honestly have lost – my desire to water my plants recently (gasps) no they do need some water I know I watered them like right before I left for the beach and I was like okay that sounds good and then I just like have a lot now you do have a lot wait give us give us your running list as of now tell us how many plants you have yeah okay I have this little spider plant that is not doing well it's really pale I don't think I don't think she's doing great. Um, and then <laughs> I have my string of pearls, which I realized is over a year old now, and I think it should be a lot bigger than it is now, but it is still alive, so that's good. That's good. So she's surviving but not thriving, maybe. Yeah, I like really think she should be much bigger than she is, but that's okay. I I feel like they're slow growers, but then I see people that are like two months and this is all that's grown and it's like three feet long you know so maybe (laughs) i'm doing something wrong um Um, i'll research it our string of pearls slow growers (laughs) (laughs) the plant grows fast and propagates easily and can be grown both indoors and outdoors sorry she's a fast grower (laughs) I don't know what to do then. Yikers. Okay. Well, I'll think about that later. Um, I have my pilea that I got at Trader Joe's last, you know, April or something like that. And Mm -hmm. she's done well. She has this like weird spotty fungus situation going on. I don't think it's a fungus, but I think that she has four babies on her though. So I, that tells me that she's doing okay. You know, her one of her sprouting growth. Yeah, like at least there's some new growth. I do have a couple of leaves that are con, con convex where they're like they're not like dipping under when they are overwatered. They're like doing this number where they're Oh, they're underwater. like doming. Yeah, it's like a very obvious sign that I need to water her, so I keep looking at her. I just close my blackout curtains and I don't think about them when I sleep. Um and then I have my sweet little jade plant that I got with Jess and she's thriving. She's doing so well. I found out that she can grow for like 30 years and become a tree. So that's exciting. Oh, that's so fun. Wait, which one is that? The Jade plant. Yes, 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 yes. <gasps> what a good girl. Um, and then I have another small pilea that's from Karen that <gasps> Hannah yes. did not want. Oh, poor gal. 
She's know, been abandoned. She's, she's been abandoned by Hannah, but that's okay because Hannah's not really a plant girl. So that's fine. Um, I do have also a Pothos, a Philo, and a Monstera. And all of them are doing wonderfully. I have to say my best ones are those three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at my Philo right now, and she has two new leaves on her. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Trailing quite nicely. She is doing so well. She looks so yeah. cute. I would love to hang her at some point, I think. I think that, oh, that, that would, would be, be a, so fun, fun. a fun thing. Mm-hmm. And then my Monstera just grew this massive leaf. So that's exciting. She <gasps> like really is not... Um, like splitting she has like a couple I think a year or so before she splits but that's okay I love her still and she just grew new leaf so that's exciting and then my Philo he's doing really really well I think I want to change his name to Pablo instead, instead of Poyo. Poyo I think that Pablo fits him better um okay I mean don't you think that's going to confuse him He's been boiled okay. for like over a year. I guess that's valid. Maybe I'll talk to him <laughs> about it and see what his thoughts are and see if he likes Pablo or Pollo. Pollo just doesn't really like roll off the tongue very easily, you know? Like it's Pollo. Pablo. I have Poyo. to just like think about it a lot, you know? I also, mean, I call him fair. a girl a lot. So Well, Pablo is not a girl name. Yeah, I think that if that fits better for him and he likes that, then I'm okay with him changing it. I, I honestly think- can't even remember, like, the names to most of my plants. I'll be honest. <gasps> That's okay. Yeah, Rona is the only one that I remember. Oh, and Phyllis. Phyllis is not doing well. What? I thought you clipped Phyllis and, like, she was thriving. I know. I know. I She ha- still has leaves that are yellowing. I honestly think that she like has a fungus or something because well actually so I thought that she had gnats for a while uh-huh. this is my philodendron my heartly philodendron for the plant people out there um I thought so she was doing amazing and then she kind of got leggy and like stringy at the bottom like she stopped producing leaves and she was just like growing a stick basically Wow, Phyllis. And her leaves were, like, turning yellow and stuff all the time. And I, like, repotted her because I thought that she was getting, like, leggy because she was getting root-bound. So I potted her in a bigger pot, thinking that would solve the issue. And it didn't. And then all of my leaves started yellowing. And, like, every time I would water her, like, a bunch of gnats would fly out. So I was like, oh, no. Like, this girl has gnats. Or, like, um like flies or what are they called like when they uh, no, dogs get fleas but you but know like what the I mean. fruit fly situation yeah 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 and so I kind of just like left it and like let her dry out fully but then when I did that she had like a billion leaves like shrivel up and brown and like oh gosh basically I was in life-saving mode and about a week ago was that about a week ago? About Probably long. <laughs> I was, I did a life-saving mission. So I like trimmed all of the leggy gross parts off. I took all of the dead leaves out. I like poked holes in the soil to like aerate it. And there weren't any gnats on it when I did that. So I think that the gnat problem is gone potentially. But um, she just had a yellowing leaf today again, and I haven't watered her. Like, I didn't water her when I did all of that. Oh, that's not true. I did. 
but that was like two weeks ago and she's just now getting a yellow leaf so i'm kind of thinking she has like a fungus or something and i'm pretty sad about it because she was so beautiful when i bought her and now she's just very very sad looking leggy and yellow and natty yeah it's really sad it really do be i know but the good news is my pothos that i have so i bought this pothos when noah and i moved to our new town i almost said it (laughs) and um what was i oh i almost killed that plant i almost killed it because i overwatered it and so then for a long time i was kind of just rehabbing this pothos and like trying to get it to not die rehabbing (laughs) and then over my birth oh sorry i dropped my mic over my birthday i got a neon pothos so the other pothos is just like a regular green one their pothos and the neon pothos in the same pot so that they could like grow together and that plant has been just thriving i'll show you she's she's trailing down my shelf over <gasps> here on the wow. top wait yeah she i don't think is... i've seen this shelf yet oh oh well i bought this plant shelf because i needed all of my plants were literally like sitting on the floor in this corner and i knew that the dogs would eat them so i bought this shelf to put them on wait, and i cute. decorated what is it. the top picture it's um the April flower that my sister got us because that's when my wedding anniversary is, is in April. And then there's some wedding pictures up there. And then the pothos at the top. Wait, but what? who's underneath the April flower? Oh, <laughs> that's a funny story. So um, for those who watch The Bachelorette, there's a boy named Hunter on the show. And Hunter according to literally every single person in my life looks exactly like Noah, like apparently spitting image could be the same person. I don't agree with that. A lot of people would say that that's true. And my friends, I have some friends who have like a bachelorette night, like they watch it together every night, every Monday and they make, like an actual bracket with like all of the boys photos and then like as boys yeah and then like as boys get voted off they take their picture off the thing so spoiler alert um this last week hunter got voted off he didn't get a rose so they took his photo off the like bracket and they gave the photo to me as like a memory that's funny Yeah, and Noah actually went to one of their nights, I mean, literally for like 20 minutes, just because they were all like, please come, like, this guy looks exactly like you, you have to watch it. And so he went over there one night and signed the back of the photo. (laughs) And so it's like just a photo and it says, Hunter, aka Lindsay's husband, Noah. And then on the back, it has like Noah's signature. Wait, that's funny. Oh, (laughs) my gosh. Got it. Okay, that makes more sense. So I put that up there so that people would ask me about it. And then my friend who, like, makes the bracket was like, you have to tell me every time you get asked about it. And I was like, okay. So now I have so to text So now all the people on the podcast know about it, too. That's I know. Funny. I'll have to tell her. She'll love that. So um, anyway, my pothos is doing just swimmingly my snake plant is also doing swimmingly i'm pretty sure that i'm so i bought rona she was my first plant my snake plant and i'm pretty sure 
after over a year of being in the same pot that she is officially root bound and needs to be repotted. <gasps> oh, Rona. I know. She's growing really big and tall and strong. She looks really good. And I literally never water her. I water her like maybe once a month. And she just like keeps on going. She sits in our dark bathroom with like zero direct sunlight and like literally is thriving. And I'm like, why can't more people be more like you, Rona? <laughs> um, well, I'm so thrilled for all your plants. Are you getting like morphed leaves on your pothos that's put together? Um, I'm not getting morphed leaves. Here's why though. I think that the, I don't think that the neon pothos is a trailing pothos. Like it doesn't, cause it doesn't grow new leaves off of old leaves. It like just branches oh. from the soil. So that part is like a little bit more bushy. And then the green pothos is the one that like trails and oh, goes down well, the vine. Like best of both worlds situation. Cause then you get the yeah. and the trailing. Yeah. And she has. I think like three trailing branches that are going down. So that's good. That's so fun. I need my pothos to add like another trailing leaf. Our friend Alex has this plant named Gabe and he literally is just one stem with like 25 leaves on it. I know she really, I'm pretty sure she needs to propagate him and then like put the roots, like once they're rooted, put them in the pot with that one stem Yeah, and then he'll have multiple stems. I just realized I have a propagation that has like, I would say like six full grown roots. So like really could go into soil anytime soon. (gasps) She really could. Um, but I wonder if I should put that with my pothos and like what add is it? Her in. She's a it's a pothos. Oh yes, add her in. But I think I mean my my I love my planter, my va what's what's it called? The pot. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the pot. Okay. I love the pot that my pothos is in now. And I don't know if there's room for like another one to like stick in because I think she's pretty like snug in there. So maybe, maybe I'm about, I have four days off. So maybe that'll be a task I Mm. take on. If you guys want to hear like an in-depth something, I mean, here's the thing. We're not experts by any means, but we have managed to keep some plants. Oh, let's give some recommendations for a beginner plant person. Oh, that's a great idea. Definitely a pothos or philodendron. Yeah, I would stick to, um, I would start with a pothos because they're really easy. They are really easy. And And they're pretty because they trail. Mm-hmm. <gasps> twins oh my Jeez. gosh twinsies yes and they tell you when they're thirsty because their leaves start to curl up and that's when you're mm-hmm. like oh I should water them yeah. and so they're pretty easy to take care of and you don't really have to put them in light they do better when they're in like sunlight but you don't have to put them in sunlight yeah my girl is in like a dark corner in the basement and she's doing okay <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also recommend a snake plant because they are quite literally impossible to kill <gasps> i have i totally forgot i have a massive snake plant in the corner of my room and she's thriving yeah Sorry. she they literally no i loved the gasp that was so good <laughs> um no i agree i literally like i said i've had the same snake plant in the same pot for over a year i water her like once a month she's grown an exponential amount 
and she just continues to grow. She's literally had zero problems. So yeah. Oh, my last recommendation. Um, one that I currently have and forgot to speak about is my ZZ plant. <gasps> oh, she yeah. do be thriving. I actually think I'm going to need to repot her too. Because so ZZ plants are funny because they basically grow out of like little bulbs. Like they don't have roots. They have like these like bulb oh, things. That. And like their little sprouts come out of those. And then the roots like come out the bottom of the bulbs or whatever. And so like I think they can grow new bulbs question mark. I don't know how they work. Well, I wondered if they're like tulips where they're like annuals that you can plant and they'll come back. But they're like evergreen, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't like flower anything, they stay. But anyway, they're super easy. And that is another one that I literally have not watered and has still continued to grow. I think it needs a new pot. I think it's a little too small for the pot or too big for the pot. But other than that, it has grown just swimmingly. So that is another impossible That's a to great plant. I have enjoyed my Monstera. Um, uh, I have beef with Monsteras because I killed mine. Yeah, but it Lindsay was my has fault. iffy feelings on her own Monsteras. But I think that uh, mine grew from very small and it's done well in the time mm-hmm. that I've had her. Um, she needs a lot of sunlight though. So if you're not able to give that, then I would say don't get one. Yeah, and where did you get your Monstera? You got it at um, Westwood in Fayetteville, right? I got it at the co-op in Fayetteville. <gasps> yeah, see, those that's a high-quality plant. I bought mine at Kroger for like $12.99. <laughs> and let me tell you, cheap plants are not better plants. They, no, there the is a difference. It's worth the money because they're way easier to keep alive. If I don't you... know what happens in the transit of like from westwood for example or like callaways or like a nice um like a nice place to kroger like i don't know what the difference is i don't either they really like i don't know if the people at like say grocery stores are not taking care of them to the extent that they need like a Mm -hmm. nursery would but they really come out not for the better no, they really that, and I think that that was part of my problem was that I just bought it because it was super cheap, and then I kind of accidentally neglected it, and then uh, it just died. Um, it I bought it <laughs> like right before the ice storm, and I left it outside like when it was freezing cold on accident because I thought it needed some sun, and that was a poor decision on my part, and it just never recovered. So had to get rid of her, but. If you buy them that are high quality and potentially even from like the beginning, beginning, then you have a better chance with them because they're really not hard to take care of. No. And I've gotten the majority of my plants from the very beginning and just like let them grow. And all of them have done really, really well. So it's a patience thing. You really, it's, it's one of those like, uh, what am I trying to say? Isn't there like a saying about like slow and steady wins the race? <laughs> Isn't there a saying? Well, I couldn't be of any help. I had no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, from one hobby to the next. Oh, Carol is yawning once again. I'm everyone. so sorry. I really am <laughs> dozed. I'm not dozing, but I'm riding a, riding a wave on the downhill slope for sure. Oh, no. Um, 
so our next hobby that we would love to chat about with each other and y'all um I've actually been really curious on where you're at um oh yeah I'm, I'll tell you I tried and started reading um but I was realizing I was just on my phone a lot and I would mm-hmm. love to I don't know my mom always told me growing up the more you read the smarter you are just because you're like exposed to different like you spell better and like you have like a better grasp of English and I struggled with that a lot and I was never a reader growing up and so um I like fell asleep every time I read it just like puts me to sleep immediately (laughs) anyway um I was like I I'm gonna change this during quarantine towards the end of quarantine maybe over the summer long story short I um started reading and Lindsay recently has had similar feelings right yes it's true so I also was not a very big reader growing up I'm not joking I've told y'all this so many times but I'm I'm not even I'm not kidding when I say that the only books that I've read are a books that were read to me as a child by my mother which god bless you Stephanie the books that were required of me to read for class or school, like my school did summer readings that we had to read mm-hmm. before we got back to school. And when I did read those, I only read the spark notes. I didn't even read the real book. I only read the parts of the book that they were like, okay, you need to make sure you know this part because we're going to discuss it in class. Oh those were gosh. the only parts of the book I read. And the entire Hunger Games series in the eighth grade, that was the only series that like, I actively enjoyed reading and like it was one of those like I couldn't put it down I have to finish the book type of things that is the only book that I have felt that is so funny yeah and redeeming love by Francine Rivers I did really like that book but I read that in like 10th grade so basically I hadn't read a book uh besides the bible in like seven years (laughs) that is such a long time (laughs) I know but so with the dogs, basically when I'm when the dogs are awake, you can't I can't do school because I have to have some amount of attention on them. Like I can't get into an assignment because then I have to only focus on that. And that, so I just found myself like literally scrolling on my phone for an hour and a half every time they were awake and then just like getting up intermittently and, you know, giving them food or separating them or whatever. And I was like, dang, like my screen time was like at an embarrassing level. And I was like, I need to do something different with my life. So I was like, I'm going to become a reader. I don't know. It just, it was like a vision that just came on to me. The Lord gave you this vision. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, But yeah, I, I was just like, oh my gosh, I could read while I watch the dogs because it's, and it's attention grabbing enough that I wouldn't be bored. But like if I needed to stop and deal with the dogs for some reason, you can just put your bookmark in, right? I can just put my bookmark in and then separate them or feed them or whatever, and then go back to my book and bonus. I would be off my phone because we all know that everybody in America has a toxic habit with their phone. Yes. So I started reading and that happened last week. I just was all gung-ho and I ordered three books on Amazon and I started my first one last week and I am really enjoying it I've got to say it's been so good for my mental health and also so glad 
my intellect <laughs> it also like really gives like a fun conversation to talk about instead of like tiktok or you know instagram reels or whatever like it's really cool to have conversations about books because there's like so much more to it than like a six yes. second video you know for sure and i've realized that a lot of people because like so on instagram i have i had zero idea where to start on books so I went to Instagram and I was like, what were your favorite books? Like any book recommendations? And so many people responded. And I was like, why did I not know that any of these people were like avid readers? Like, why? I know. Is this I feel like it's, it's like under the radar all the time. You know, yeah. people just like read and I feel like nobody talks about their reading. Yeah. Like you just like don't know that people are avid readers until you become a reader. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like there are all of these people. And maybe I'm just an idiot. And like literally everybody in the world has read some sort of book in the last seven years. And like I was just living under a rock and decided that it was not for me. <laughs> I would say that that's might be a close um, observation. <laughs> like are people just all readers? And like I just missed the mark. Like I didn't no, jump because- on that bandwagon. I, like, know people that are, like, I don't like to read. You know, like, I feel like I hear that a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. But I also feel like the people that are readers, like, really just fly under the radar because they're not on their phones. They're on, they're just reading. So, like, they don't have anybody to talk to, you know? So Yeah, that's fair. Not that they don't have people to talk. They, like, are choosing to read instead of, like, just playing on their phone. Right. right. For sure, for sure. um, No, yeah. It's good for you. I was going to tell you about Goodreads. Have you heard about Goodreads? Okay, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is really. <gasps> Lindsay, you should be you should be on Goodreads because it gives you like this community. <gasps> really? Is it like an account? Like, do I have? No, it's book social media. It's literally <laughs> it's like book Facebook is the best way to describe it, and you can update your progress on what your books like where you are in your book, and people can like and comment on your status, and then you rate at the end and you write like a review and you give stars, and people <gasps> can like and comment on that, and you can like be friends with a bunch of people, and then you can like have a challenge for yourself of like how many books you want to read in a year. That is so fun. I'm literally signing up for it right now. I just Oh my gosh. Be my friend. There's so many people on it too. And <gasps> that's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. So Carol, tell us the book that you're reading right now. Oh my gosh. It's the best book. It's not the best book I've ever read. Lindsay is reading the best book I've ever read currently. <laughs> um, but it's up there, I have to say. I've really like been hooked and have not wanted to put it down. Um, it's called Great Small Things or Small Great Things, Small Great Things. Mm. Um, and I'll give a synopsis and I won't give anything away because you should read it. But okay. um, it's about a labor and delivery nurse that is African-American and she is taking care of a child or like gets assigned to a child that in a family that is a white supremacist. And um, they, like, deny her care. They're like, don't touch our child. And then this is, like, on the back of the book, so I'm not giving anything away. But um, basically, long story short, the baby was in her care. Like, there was, like, an emergency, and so she couldn't – like, she was the only nurse that could take care of this child in this moment because everybody else was running around doing stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and the baby had like a freak accident and she was told by her manager not to touch the baby like because the parents would freak out and the baby was like dying and she like literally didn't touch the baby until like the manager told her long story short the baby dies and then the family sues and like goes puts her to trial about the baby's <gasps> death so oh it's like all gosh. about the trial and like the white supremacist family and like their thoughts against like with white power and then like what it's like to be an african-american nurse and like how nursing can change and like their license can change but also like the prejudices that come with that anyway it's one of the coolest books i've ever read very 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 good highly recommend <gasps> wow that sounds so fun i know i mean it's not th- fun but like exciting. no but it's it's like really interesting and it's like stressful <laughs> it's just like a lot happens you know um but it like definitely and oh, it jumps between different perspectives so like it jumps from the nurses to the white supremacist to the lawyer that is like her, um, the nurse's attorney. Um, anyway, it's a very, very good book. Um, and it's just like, as a white person, it just is really, really interesting. And I think healthy to read and learn about different perspectives of different cultures and races. So that's so I, fun. I really enjoy it. Um, and I didn't know this, her name, it's, it's written by Jody. Oh, I forgot her last name. Pol, Pol, mm, I'm not going to say it cause I won't say it correctly, but I'm not gonna say it. anyway, she like has a very large, um, repertoire. Like it's a, it's like, she has a lot of different books that she's written. So highly recommend it. <gasps> wow. Pickled. That's so exciting. Jody Pickled. That's it. Oh, Okay. That's anyway, so cool. That's the current book I'm reading. And I think the next book I'm reading is either All the Light You Cannot See or <gasps> I bought that book too. Or Firefly Lane. One of the two. Oh, I've heard that that one's good. Wait, maybe you were the one that told me that you were gonna read that one. Yeah, I just got it at half price a couple of days ago. I purchased so when I went on my you know, when I was gung-ho and ordered three books on Amazon, I ordered The Nightingale, which is what I'm currently reading. And literally, you have no idea, like every single person that told me a book recommendation on Instagram said, you have to read The Nightingale. Like it's literally like in my top five books. Literally everybody said that. So I have some pretty high expectations for this book. I can't lie. I my bookmark is in chapter 10, so I haven't read it hey, yet. No, that's great. Um, I've read the first nine chapters so far. I'm really enjoying it. I'm really liking it. What part are you at? Spoiler so, alert if you want to read this. but I'm Yeah, spoiler alert if you want to read The Nightingale, then don't listen to this part because I'll ruin some things for you. I mean, I'm only in chapter 10 and there's literally like 40 chapters, so you'll be fine. So currently what's going on is... The Germans, so you know how the the general was like, we're gonna like basically like negotiate with the Germans, and mm-hmm. they decided that the countryside of France is um, gonna be German territory, which is like where Vienne and Isabel are currently living. So like mm-hmm. Isabel's already, so she like was in France, and then okay. she like, traveled to France, and then like she was bombed. 
and like she right. was a refugee and stuff. Right. So she's at Vianne's house. The German okay. soldier Beck. just came. Yes, Beck just came to live with them. Okay. And they're very apprehensive about it and upset. Wow. There's just like so much. I just like cannot wait for you to read it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so because Beck came, Isabel was like, I want to go fight in the war. Can't, why, <laughs> why aren't we doing anything about it? And Vianne is like, shut up and just wait until Antoine gets home. Freaking Antoine. I'm so sick of hearing about Antoine. I'm pretty sure he's going to die anyway. And like literally every other sentence right now when it's from Vianne's perspective is like, I just want Antoine home. Yes, I just want Antoine home. Why isn't he home yet? And I'm like, oh my gosh, shut up, Vianne. Like, he's literally dead. And so I actually, I don't know for sure that he's dead, but that's what I'm suspecting is going to happen. I'm not going to say a word about that. No, don't. Um, So Beck is there. Have you heard from, I can never say his name, Gatin? Gaetan or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? He traveled with Isabel, as you know. Yes. Yes. And then once they got to Vienne's house and they were living in the pergola, they like kissed and she said that she loved him after four days uh-huh. of knowing him. Uh-huh. Yeah, stupid. And then he disappeared and left her a note. And so she's heartbroken and upset and is like, everybody abandons me. And so I haven't heard from him since, since I'm assuming that he comes back in some form um, later because he was such a significant part of the chapters there for a second. So I'm sure he comes back at some point, but I just don't know when. And Isabel tried to leave and go back to France, but then the German was like, you need a pass to travel. And she was like, well, frick. So she went back to the house. So now Isabel's back at the house and Beck is also at the house. So it's Isabel, Beck, Vienne, and then her daughter. And Sophie, yes. And Sophie. Yes, yes, yes. So that's where I'm currently at. Um. Oh my gosh, so I just thought of far. I just thought of another part that happens. Um it's just <laughs> so that's what's happening. <laughs> it's I'm like excited. quite the emotional ride. Like I That's what I've I heard. I mean, honestly, part where Isabel was traveling like from France to Cherivo, question mark. Yeah. Um, was pretty intense because it was like she was with the family and then like the family abandoned her. And then she like literally basically walked the entire way there. Yeah. And then got it was bombed. bombings. Yeah. yeah. She got bombed and like Gaetan like had to, is that his name? I have no idea. I had think it's to... Gatine. I don't know. Gatine. Okay. One of those. I took had to... for four years and that's my best <laughs> guess. <laughs> had to like literally throw his body on top of her and then like, blood and people and dying and mm-hmm. all of those things i was like oh my gosh like this is really tragic yeah so like i give her grace for telling that man that she loved him after four days because she was literally like on death's door basically but he still, did throw I'm, like, his body on top of her to save her like that seems like love you know yeah i mean i would have to agree i'm just like my girl like you're so much better than that you deserve better than a prisoner when they were literally like <laughs> Yeah, they just let the prisons free. I was like, excuse me? Like, you literally could be traveling with a murderer. You have no idea what when he did. When your logical sense is overtaking your your <laughs> book reading. Yeah, my I couldn't have any um, suspension of disbelief in that moment. I was like, there's no way that I would ever do that. But anyway, so I've ordered that one, and I'm currently reading it, and I'm really liking it. Um, I have – I ordered Where the Crawdads Sing – so that was also another one. amazing, amazing one. That one is like much more lighthearted. It like still is very deep and like has a lot that goes on with it. But um, 
like it's just a very very different vibe Mm, I'm excited about that one a lot of people also said the nightingale and where the crowd I'd sing was like literally every person that responded said those two so that is pretty exciting and then I also ordered all the light you cannot see because a lot of people recommended that and I've heard mixed reviews on that some people really really like it and some people are like "Eh." yeah I have also heard like one girl responded because I posted I got it at half price and one girl was like that was a flop for me <laughs> I was yeah like, some people oh no. some people have said that to me so it's we'll like another because like obviously the nightingale is is set in world war ii times mm-hmm. and this is also in world war ii which I really really enjoy reading about um, yeah it was a horrific time but I find it very interesting I so um Anyway, so I'm excited to read that. And I have to say, if you have not read The Great Alone, this is talking to everybody, including you, Lindsay. Okay. If you have not read The Great Alone, it's up there with The Nightingale. <gasps> oh, okay. Um, some I have not met somebody that has read it and did not like it. It's so, so, so good. It's about a family that moves to Alaska in the 70s. And they live, Ooh. like, in the bush of Alaska. Um, That's exciting. It's so good. It's, it's What like is it called? One, the Great Alone? The Great Alone. Also on, on Goodreads, you can make a list of all the books you want to read. Is that what yes, you're doing? That is, that is what I'm doing. The Great okay, Alone perfect. by Kristen Hanna. Perfect. It's like, a, like an orange cover. Yes, yes, yes. I have a want to read list now. And I have a What's currently What's on your list? list. Um, where the product seeing all the light we cannot see and the great alone because those oh, are the books okay. that I own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, yes. Anyway, so though that's like another one that I, oh my gosh, I'll tell you about a book that was horrific to read and not to read it, and then I'll tell you about a book that I think you should read too. Um, okay. I so I have a friend from high school and he is like a, a very very avid very accomplished reader like he reads a lot of really harder like hard theological material and mm-hmm. just like in general is a very avid reader and so I'm friends with him on Goodreads and he kept hyping up this author called um it's either Marilyn Robinson or Marilee Marilee Ann Robinson anyway it's the book is called Gilead and it's about like a father and son's relationship over their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that could be kind of cool. You know, like he's really hyped it up. Like I trust his opinion. Not saying I don't trust it anymore, but it's just like I was impressed with his hype and review of it. So I was like, maybe I'll try it. So I got the book and I found out very quickly that the book has no chapters. It's like literally like all one thing oh my gosh and there's no breaks so like you have to kind of read it pretty I would say like quickly to gather the story because I if I like take a long break before from a book I won't remember what's going on right right so anyway I just like was having trouble keeping up with it it also made no logical sense it was (laughs) it was so hard to follow and understand Anyway, I was, like, so hyped about this book. I got, like, literally to page, like, 125 and didn't know what was going on. I was, like, I don't know what's happening. Wait, what book is this? It's called Gilead. Gilead. Okay, Gilead, Gilead. 
anyway don't read gilead don't recommend. got it <laughs> got it okay good to know like to two know. out of ten recommend two um, out of ten wow i just like if you can do books like that and like you know what you're getting yourself into then mm-hmm. great but if you don't then don't read it <laughs> the book that i think you should read is called gentle and lowly Oh, I'll add it to my, I'm currently adding things to my list. So here we go. Okay. Um, the Heart of Christ for Sinners and Sufferers. Yes, it is. I haven't finished it, but it is the, one of the most beautiful books I've ever written. It's all about the character of the Lord and how <gasps> like he is not mighty and like he is mighty and big and powerful, but he wants to be gentle and lowly and like be with you on your knees in your you know on your in your heart and anyway it's Aww. like one of the best books and it, Jess has talked about how it's like changed her impact on life and all of that that sounds really good anyway i highly recommend <gasps> that's so exciting wow i have so many books in my want to read section on goodreads if you want oh to add gosh. me on goodreads <laughs> yeah and you know my add- last name Add me on Goodreads if you're actually like real life friends with me. Um, if you're real life friends with me. <laughs> here, I have, Please do. I have four notifications. I added you. Oh, yay. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, this was um, really fun. We yeah, super fun. As we usually do, but it was a good time. I enjoyed it. It was so fun. Um, glad that we could just have a good time have a good nice little chat you know yeah Lindsay Uh, and I haven't like talked to each other a whole ton this past couple of weeks yeah I'm about to die so um, we wanted to get this podcast up for you before I had to do that so I had to do that it's on my to-do list (laughs) (laughs) before I had to die um that's a good time but yeah, we hope you enjoyed. Um, I guess this was kind of a hobbies episode unintentionally, but that's yeah, that's kind of fun though. I kind of like fun. it. Get it? <laughs> um, if you follow us on Instagram or you um, have our Gmail, you can tell us your favorite book. Tell us what you're reading right now. That'll be our next post. Is give us a give us a book recommendation. Yeah, give us a book recommendation. Um, that's not one that we talked about preferably, but you know, if that's your favorite book, then that's your favorite book. We can't really argue. I can't. Yeah, the Nightingale so, is hard to beat. So, oh wow. Well, every book that I read from now on is just going to be a disappointment. I shouldn't have started with it. <gasps> no, it's okay because it's the best. It's like a good standard to live up to. That's okay, well, ladies and gents. <laughs> We appreciate your time and desire to want to listen to us chat. Yes. Thanks for hanging. Um, Thanks for hanging. Thanks for the book recommendations that you're going to give us on our Instagram because I know you guys will. Um, And peace out. Peace. Okay, bye. Bye.